I'm Abby Fentress Swanson, and this is Harvest Public Media's Field Notes, in which we talk about important issues related to food production. Since 2007, the government has required fuel companies to add an increasing amount of ethanol to the gasoline supply each year. But now the EPA is proposing a change in direction and suggesting a 3 billion gallon cut instead. Regulators want to match a drop in gasoline demand. But others say to meet the government's ultimate goal of the law, the agency has to stick to the script. Harvest Public Media's Grant Gerlach reports. A steady stream of semis rolls across the scales at the E-Energy Ethanol plant near the town of Adams in southeast Nebraska. The smokestack behind the scale house sends up a tall plume of white steam, and the sweet smell of fermenting corn is in the air. E-Energy buys 65 million bushels of corn each day from area farmers and turns it into 65 million gallons of ethanol each year. E-Energy CEO Carl Sitzman. There is plenty of supply, plenty of production capacity available. Ethanol has become a mainstay of the rural economy, but in 2013, the industry ran into a wall, the blend wall. And in 2014, the EPA is proposing the industry take a step back. For Sitzman, many rural advocates and farm state legislators, that's a step in the wrong direction. This is not a wise decision on the part of the EPA to reduce a mandate that was established by Congress. The blend wall is really just a number, 10%. Gasoline with 10% ethanol, called E10, has become the standard nationwide. Almost any car can run on it. Take that 10% across the fuel supply, and you have the blend wall, the amount of ethanol that fits in the fuel supply. Right now, about 13 billion gallons. But the Renewable Fuel Standard, or RFS, requires oil companies to sell over 14 billion gallons in 2014, and that's just for corn-based ethanol. Charlie Drevna represents the oil refining industry as head of the American Fuel and Petrochemical Manufacturers. He says there's no easy way for refiners to fill that gap. Ethanol's a good product. Uh, but, you know, too much of a good thing, you know, is, is not good. And when Congress passed the RFS in 2007, lawmakers made an assumption that turned out to be wrong. Drevna says back then gas consumption was rising and Congress thought that would continue. Fast forward to 2009 when we hit the, uh, the recession, there was a dramatic drop in, in, um, in the demand for gasoline. That drop in demand brought on the blend wall earlier than first anticipated. The EPA is proposing a cut to the RFS to put it back on pace with gasoline demand. But Iowa State economist Bruce Babcock says cutting the mandate undermines how the law was meant to work. If you use EPA's logic, we'll never move beyond the blend wall. Because to get past the blend wall, you have to get past E10. You have to fill more flex fuel cars with higher ethanol blends like E85. But there's a problem. Only about 2% of gas stations in the U.S. actually offer E85, and they're concentrated in the Midwest. Babcock says the RFS is supposed to force oil companies to put in more pumps. The RFS was designed to increase the consumption of biofuels at the expense of fossil gasoline. That's what the RFS is supposed to do. Here's how. Once the mandate is larger than the blend wall, refiners have to buy credits from the government to comply with the law. As the price for credits goes up, the price for E85 comes down. And all of a sudden, E85 looks a lot more attractive to flex fuel drivers and gas retailers. Cutting the mandate, Babcock says, lets refiners off the hook and stalls expansion of E85, leaving little room for second-generation biofuels that have lower greenhouse emissions. 
People who want to see technology developed to have a greener economy should care about this because the EPA decision darkens the outlook for all those policy objectives. Even if EPA backs off the mandate for 2014, Charlie Drevna of the fuel manufacturers says a growing coalition of interest groups wants Congress to rethink the law altogether. Just not the refining industry calling for significant reform or repeal of this act. It's, it is a, a cross-section of, uh, of business industry, environmental groups who are saying it's time for Congress to take a long, hard look at this thing. The EPA is studying the impact of the proposed cut to the ethanol mandate and may decide by mid-year. I'm Grant Gerlock, Harvest Public Media. And that's this week's Field Notes from KBIA and Harvest Public Media. I'm Abby Fentress-Swanson. Harvest Public Media is a collaboration of nine public media stations across the Midwest. To learn more, contact us and find more episodes of Field Notes, visit harvestpublicmedia.org.